We have an evidence that breathing can help you control your anxiety significantly, relieve your anxiety significantly, and be more in control and in the moment. Welcome to the Mind Over Body podcast. This is your host and certified hypnotherapist, B. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we are going to talk about really, really interesting things. Something very, very simple, yet very, very effective, which is breathing. I'm also a breathing facilitator in addition to being a certified hypnotherapist. I got interested in breathing actually very recently, just last year. Although I knew the effects of breathing and breath work, I was kind of, I guess, shoving it on the side until I really need to learn and explore it. I was going to the breathwork classes, I was doing it myself, like personal practices, but I was never into teaching it to others or leading classes. So when I actually learned more about breathwork, I got even more fascinated because there's so much research behind breathwork and its effects are just so extensive. So by simply changing your breathing, you can actually change the way that you feel And that's very, very important, right? If you're feeling anxious, by changing your breathing, you can feel calmer. If you're feeling angry, by changing your breathing, you can be more in control of your emotions. So it's very, very effective and it's at the core of everything we do in terms of self-improvement. So I think this is one of the reasons why I really want to focus on breathing And I think anyone and everyone, regardless of anxiety or panic, whatever you're doing in life, you should start practicing different types of breathing in your everyday life because I know you will see very significant effects immediately. So why do I think breathing is really, really important? Imagine, breathing is one of the most important ingredients of human body. As we breathe in, we take in oxygen. As we exhale, we release carbon dioxide. And this oxygen helps our body and organs to replenish, change, adjust, improve, basically live and survive. But also think about the changes in our breathing as we live our lives. If you imagine a baby is breathing, a baby is usually breathing very deeply, very calmly, And as we grow up, we kind of move away from that. We shift away from what we naturally knew. And as we get older and as we have more intense day-to-day lives, so many more tasks, so many more responsibilities, then we realize that sometimes we are not even breathing. So how can our body repair? How can our body survive, let alone helping you to be in a calm and comfortable place? So because of that reason, breathing is really, really important, not only for our mental health, but also for our physical health. Because if you're breathing in a very shallow way, you're probably not taking enough oxygen to your body for your organs to work optimally, for your brain to get enough oxygen. You need to increase the levels of oxygen that you're taking. 
and also know what breathing is doing to your body. When we look at the effects of breathing in our body, we see that the autonomic nervous system is where it gets affected. And in the autonomic nervous system, we have the parasympathetic nervous system and sympathetic nervous system. And sympathetic nervous system is naturally activated when we are anxious, when we are maybe stuck in traffic, when we are going through very panicky, high stress, quick time of our life. Like maybe if you feel threatened, maybe if you're experiencing an accident, the sympathetic nervous system will be activated naturally. And on the opposite end, parasympathetic nervous system is associated with calmness and relaxation. When they look at how we react to breathing, they usually see that our parasympathetic nervous system is activated when we are taking deep breaths, which is again associated with calmness and relaxation. So by simply changing your breathing, you can switch from sympathetic nervous system to parasympathetic nervous system. Breathing is not only one tool that is used by hypnotherapists, of course. In fact, breathing has its roots from hundreds and years ago. When we look at Chinese medicine, when we look at Hinduism, Buddhism, when we look at yoga, when we look at many, many things, we constantly see that breathing is a practice and it's actually in the core of the practice. And even today, when you go to a psychologist, many psychologists recommend to practice some breathing exercises, maybe during an onset of a panic attack, maybe if you feel anxious, maybe before you feel anxious. So we see it in all parts of wellness, calmness, and relaxation. If you're practicing yoga, if you practice meditation, if you ever done self-hypnosis, you're probably familiar that breathing is really, really involved in all of those practices. And as a hypnotherapist, I use breathing so much in almost every session when someone wants to quit smoking, when someone wants to stop an addiction, or someone wants to be calm and relaxed and in control. So we know as a fact that breathing is significantly associated with calmness and relaxation. Let's look at a few research studies that have been done to kind of understand how breathing stimulates the brain and how it can promote deeper calmness and relaxation. So while I was doing research, I ran into a great article that was published on Scientific American, and I highly recommend everyone to check out that article because today I'm only going to be stressed the most important points from that article, but I think if you're really interested in breathing, there are some great studies that they talk about, there are some great techniques that they share, you can find a link that goes to that article from the episode notes. In this article, they talk a lot about so many research that has been done all around the world. One of them that really grabs my attention is a research that was done in 2017 from Stanford University by Mark Krasnow and his colleagues. They actually took a look of mice and they looked at the neurons that regulates respiration rhythms in mice. And these neurons control some of the activity of the locus coeruleus, a region involved in attention, wakefulness, and anxiety. And they realized that breathing techniques may influence this type of emotions, like the anxiety, attention, wakefulness. 
by modulating the activity of the pre-Butzinger complex. That's pretty interesting, right? This research shows us that breathing can be significantly and directly related to anxiety as well. And there's actually a very popular breathing technique called cardiac coherence. They actually share how cardiac coherence was developed. And I will quote this paragraph because it explains very, very well. And it starts as, the method was developed based on the understanding that slow, deep breathing increases the activity of the vagus nerve, a part of parasympathetic nervous system. The vagus nerve controls and also measures the activity of many internal organs. When the vagus nerve is stimulated, calmness pervades the body. The heart rate slows and becomes regular, blood pressure decreases, muscles relax, and the vagus nerve informs the brain of these changes. It too relaxes, increasing feelings of peacefulness. Thus, the technique works through both neurobiological and psychological mechanisms. If you're curious about what is cardiac coherence, I'm gonna talk about that in just a minute along with other breathing techniques that you can start practicing today. Let's step back for a second and let's talk about this paragraph that I just read. It talks about vagus nerve, it talks about parasympathetic nervous system, and it talks about how heart rate regulates, blood pressure decreases, muscles relax, how your body calms down. Doesn't that sound like opposite of anxiety? So this cardiac coherence is an exercise that you can try in your day-to-day life. You can try when you feel like you're becoming overwhelmed with emotions. And it's literally the opposite of anxiety. Another research that I found very interesting is that was published in Frontiers in Psychology in 2017. And they basically took about 40 people They split these 40 people into two groups. One of them was breathing intervention group and the other one was the control group. And the breathing intervention group received training for 20 sessions implemented over eight weeks. They were observed by real-time feedback device, their breaths. In the opposite side, the control group did not receive any treatment at all. After they looked at the findings, And they found that breathing intervention group showed a significant decrease in negative effect after intervention compared to the control group. They found that the breathing intervention group actually decreased in cortisol levels, which is associated with stress. They also found that when they look at the findings, diaphragm breathing is highly associated with decreasing in cortisol levels. So I found that pretty interesting because when we look at the people who don't practice breathing versus the people who practice breathing, we can see that stress response, that sympathetic nervous response calming down significantly. So it's just simple breathing, doesn't have side effects. Usually you're going to take in more oxygen than you usually do in your daily life, especially if you're an anxious person. Probably you find yourself breathing in a very shallow way, usually from the chest, and maybe not even breathing. When you regulate your breathing, when you pay attention to your breathing, you suddenly take in more oxygen, you connect to your mind and your body, you take yourself to the present moment, and in the present moment, your mind is not wandering. 
Think of what you think when you're anxious. You're either worried about what's going to happen in the future. I need to go to this place. What am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Or you're worried about the past, something that happened that triggered you. But you're definitely not in the present. And this is what breathwork is capable of doing. It brings you to the present. It connects you to your body. So you are actually feeling, smelling, touching, hearing. You use your senses. Also, your breathing is regulated, your heart rate slows down, your muscles are relaxed, and you are yourself again. Pay attention. Where is your breathing right now? Are you breathing from your chest? Are you breathing from your belly? For example, when we are sleeping, we are usually breathing in very calmly, in a relaxed way. Or when we are watching TV, probably you're breathing in a calm and relaxed way. But on the contrary, when you're in traffic, probably you're hyperventilating. Right now, as I'm talking, as I'm explaining something, I'm definitely breathing from my chest in quick, shallow way in compared to my other times of breathing. So there's another really cool research that I read on that same Scientific American article. They shared a research that was done in a hospital in Milan, Italy, in 2015, and they looked at people who had phobias, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. The researcher applied two weeks of breathwork to 69 patients that had anxiety and depressive disorders. They actually practiced different, different types of breathing, including nostril breathing, abdominal breathing, rhythmic breathing, and they found that at the end of these two weeks, they improved significantly and they realized that they had better control and they saw significant decrease in symptoms at the end of the protocol. We have an evidence that breathing can help you control your anxiety significantly, relieve your anxiety significantly, and be more in control and in the moment. So what are some of the things that we need to pay attention when we actually do a breathing exercise? Number one, always do your breath work or at least try to do your breath work from your nose. When we breathe in from the nose, our nose is capable of cleaning that air and not taking the bacteria into your body. Next thing you should pay attention to is practicing diaphragm breathing. When we switch from the chest breathing to diaphragm breathing, we can actually take in more oxygen and it's a lot more associated with calmness and relaxation. So you can even try it right now. By simply shifting your breathing from the chest to belly, you are going to realize a deeper relaxation, more oxygen, more relaxation on the muscles and looseness. Also try to breathe rhythmically. For example, usually in Any breathwork practice you may have, you will find different counts of breathing in, different counts of breathing out. There is basically different, different steps that you're going to be asked to follow. Whether it's focusing on your breathing only, whether it's breathing into three counts, breathing out to three counts. Try to find your own rhythm in every inhale and exhale. And that rhythm kind of brings you back to your body. So it's really important to find your own rhythm and keep practicing with that rhythm until you're done. And the next very important thing to pay attention to is sitting straight so your reading canals and your diaphragm is open around your ribs and your chest. 
You can either sit straight, so make sure that you're not, you know, hunching or leaning. If you can sit straight comfortably, you can definitely do that. I personally can't sit comfortably, so I usually lay down. And you can also bend your knees to even create more space on the back of your body. But that's really important. So your respiratory system is fully open. I talked about four things that are really important that you should pay attention to. Anytime you practice any kind of breath work, make sure to breathe in from the belly and out from the belly. Make sure to inhale and exhale from your nose. Make sure to breathe rhythmically, find your own rhythm and sit up straight, open your respiratory channels. If you can't sit up straight, lay down. It's better than forcing yourself and being really, really uncomfortable. So now let's talk about a few breathing techniques I'm gonna recommend you and you can start practicing this even from now and the only thing you have to do is finding a comfortable spot in your home your office wherever you like make sure to turn off your phone so sit comfortably take your comfortable position and then maybe set your phone if you want to i usually set my phone to 10 minutes and then i start practicing whatever i'm planning to practice number one the easiest one is mindfulness breathing For that, you just have to simply pay attention to your breathing. Pay attention to how you're inhaling, where does that oxygen go, how you're exhaling, where does that carbon dioxide go, maybe how quickly you're inhaling or how slowly you're exhaling, and maybe realizing how your body feels with each inhale and exhale, maybe realizing how your mind feels with each inhale and exhale, just like any other mindfulness technique but keeping the focus on your breathing. And anytime if you find your mind is wandering, just make sure to bring your attention back to your breathing. You're gonna realize that every time your mind wanders, you're focusing on those negative things that gave you anxiety in the first place. So this can also be like training to your mind to be in the present and choose to not to pay attention to those negatives. Instead, you can pay attention to your breathing. Very simple mindfulness technique, just paying attention to your breathing. And the next one that creates deep calmness is alternate nostril breathing. And for this one, again, set your phone. Each time you inhale, you close one nose with one of your fingers and you inhale from one nostril. And as you exhale, you close the other nostril and you exhale from one nostril again. So you alternate with each inhale and exhale you make sure that each inhale and exhale are almost about the same time. Again, find your rhythm. It's really, really important. Don't make it quick. Try to take deeper inhales and deeper exhales and just alternating between the each one. This alternate nostril breathing is very, very known to create deep calmness and relaxation. So I would really recommend it to anyone who is looking for more calmness, more relaxation in their daily life. Next one, which I like this one, is more rhythmic breathing. And in this one, you inhale as you count to three, you hold your breath for three seconds, and then you exhale as you count to three. And you just repeat it until your time is up. You can also increase these numbers according to how you feel. I think three is a good number as a start because then it gets kind of overwhelming. And as you practice more and more, you can build your way up to four inhales in, 
four hold, four exhale. But as a start, count to three as you inhale, count to three as you hold, count to three as you exhale. And just repeat this over and over again and realize how your muscles are feeling, how your body is feeling. It's going to shift significantly. The next one that's known to create deep calmness and relaxation is four to eight breathing. And by the way, as you can tell, I don't know the names of many of these breathing techniques. I don't think names matter really, but I call them four to eight breathing. They may have a name for different resources. Four to eight breathing, you inhale as you count to four and you exhale as you count to eight. So your exhale is a lot longer than your inhale. Again, you can do this three to six instead. So you inhale as you count to three and you exhale as you count to six. It depends on you. You can also do it five to ten. So for me, the best is four to eight. Find your own best, find your own rhythm, set your time. And the more you practice with this type of breathing, you're going to realize that with every exhale, you can actually relax each muscle more. You can attach meanings to each inhale and exhale. For example, as you inhale, you can imagine that you're inhaling calmness. And as you exhale, you're exhaling a stressor, a tension, a worry, whatever it is that you're holding. And the next one is the cardiac coherence that I was talking about earlier in this episode. Very, very simple. Inhale on a count of four, exhale on a count of four. So there's a rhythm. Four inhale, four exhale. Always attention on your breathing. Again, this cardiac coherence is very, very known for creating calmness and relaxation, even on the onset of an anxiety feeling, maybe even if you're feeling very, very panicky. Practice with it, get used to how it feels. When you look at breathing resources, you will realize that when you have panic attacks, probably that's because you only inhaled and you forgot to exhale. Many resources actually suggest that you focus on exhale if you're feeling very, very panicky, you make sure that you really, really exhale and let go. So rather than inhale, this time you focus exhale. Again, we talked about four breathing techniques that can create calmness and relaxation. You can practice them daily. You can do them when you're feeling an overwhelming emotion that will help you to be in the present moment and to be in control. And those four breathing techniques are alternate nostril breathing, rhythmic breathing, four to eight breathing, and cardiac coherence technique. So practice with them, and I would love to hear your feedback about how these breathing techniques have been working for you. I actually have different breathing techniques that I give classes for right now. So if you like to join to one of my breathing classes, you can check out the link that you can find on the episode notes and you can register to one of my classes. The classes that I do is a lot different than these small techniques that you can do at home. Mine is more focused on the subconscious mind and releasing something from the subconscious mind. Maybe that has been stuck in there for a while. The breathwork class that I am offering is a lot more about healing, more transition to a different level of your life. 
check out the link. And if you have any feedback, any comments, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at begum at b-hypnotize.com or check out my website www.mindoverbodypodcast.com And we are almost towards the end of this anxiety journey. Look out for new episodes with more experiences, real life experiences. See you soon.